The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Drivers, start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. As we move further into the week, of course, this is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We are talking DFS because it is, of course, a Thursday. Well, for us, for you, it could be Friday. For you, it could be Saturday. Whatever. I don't, I don't know your podcast listening habits, but whenever you are, we're talking DFS for the Advent 400 in Kansas. Cody's already got it, half of himself in Kansas City right now. I think he's just like trying to get this over with so he can hurry up and get there uh, to watch the race. I know you're excited for this one, Cody. This one is perfect for you because you get to see it live. Yes, I'm so pumped up about probably 36 hours from now, maybe a little less even. I'll be on the road on the way to Kansas City. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. I, I Man, I love going to races in person. I love watching it on TV every week, but nothing like being at a race. It's unlike any other sporting event, in my opinion. If you've never been to a race, make it happen. Even just go to your local dirt track or something, but those are always amazing too. But going to a NASCAR race in person, it's the way to go. You will not regret it. People who don't even know the single thing about NASCAR, I've gone with some people, you know, work trips, stuff like that, and they just love it. They have a great time the whole time. Uh, it's always a blast. It's always a lot of fun. So definitely get to the closest track to you. Unfortunately for me, I only have one track close to me. Luckily, it's a good track, though. Kansas always provides some really good racing, uh, and it's always full of action. So it, it is a not a boring track at all to go to. I just I get jealous of some of these East Coast guys that have, you know, 15 tracks within three hours of them. And I have one that's this one's about three and a half hours. And then it's a good like 10 to 12 or well, I think they're, I guess St. Louis now. So that's about eight and a half, but it, nothing else is close. <laughs> hey, last year was your first year though, as a credentialed media yes. member. And, and that probably, what was that experience like versus the, the regular fan experience? Yeah. It makes it a little different for sure. I, I had gotten a hot pass once before, uh, through a sponsored deal that I had, but, uh, so I'd been down in there in the pit road and, and stuff before, but I mean, the media part gives you even more access. So that was pretty cool going back my second time. Now I kind of know how things went. Plus, I just went for the cup race last year. I'll be there for the ARCA race, be there for the truck race this year as well. So 
yeah, super pumped up. It's going to be a blast. I'm excited. I've had a few people reach out that want to meet up. Uh, so yeah, hit me up in the DMs if you uh, if you're gonna be there. I'll, I'll try and say hi to as many people as I can. Uh, should be a good time. Cody the celebrity. Do we need to send an escort like, with like two or three people? It's not that many. But not, listen, it doesn't matter. You are already a a person in the know. People are going to see that NASCAR gambling podcast placard. They're going to go, oh, I know you. You're Cody Zeeb. So get ready for oh. all that. Uh, yes, definitely follow along with Cody's adventures on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. We are super excited about that. Uh, again, this is, like I said, the DFS episode for Kansas. If you have yet to go back and listen to the betting episodes, uh, of course, we have the Xfinity, I'm sorry, the truck episode. I don't even remember what day it is. Uh, the truck episode, and then, of course, the cup episode out there as well. So much fun to break down. Uh, we talked a little bit. I, I know that some people only listen to this DFS episode, Cody, because they don't play, uh, they don't gamble. They don't live in gambling states, so this is the only action they can get. Um, but I will, I will tell you, go back and listen to those episodes because, again, with DFS, we really only cover about six drivers. But with those betting episodes, we cover a large gambit of drivers. We talk about a lot of them. And, I mean, yes, they're for betting purposes, but for the DFS episode, you can get a lot of information from those betting episodes to kind of partner with the DFS. If you could put up with gambling talk, I mean, we talk about the drivers, right? We talk about a lot of drivers up and down the card. So it gives you a little bit more insight into which drivers we're on because for this show, we only give you the six drivers. And that's by that's by design. You know, obviously, we don't want to flood you with a bunch of drivers because then you leave this episode going, well, then who do I play? We're trying to yeah, we, limit we those options We can go through and make a case for most anybody, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're just trying to, we're trying to give you something to work with, right? So oh, go back. I, I think that's, that's a great point, like, because if you go back and listen to the betting episode, if we're on so many avenues cross when it comes to betting and DFS or fan, I mean, there's a bunch of fantasy NASCAR leagues out there. I'm in a bunch of different ones. And like there are different, you know, you have to do different tiers of guys or you have different prices, you know, you have to fit it within a salary similar to DFS and stuff. So it's not always just like you need the top plays. And obviously with DFS, you have a salary cap, all of that stuff. So definitely go back and listen to the betting episode because we talk about them on the betting episode you can translate that into dfs into fantasy if we talk about them on the dfs show you can also translate that over into betting and i i try sometimes some there's a lot of crossover of course because if you like some of the guys you like some of the guys but i try to pick some different guys also to highlight here where maybe i didn't find a bet that i loved or sometimes there's not enough room to get all the bets i like in there of course but uh you know and you can find different guys over here and that you can value more in dfs but a guy like Josh Berry, we talked about a bunch on, you know, in the Cup Series betting show. He's a great DFS play this week. We're not going to highlight him this week. We've already talked about him enough. I think everybody, if you listen to that show, knows where we stand on him, knows we expect him to have a solid day. So he's going to be a great play as well. So I think that going back and listening. And then, of course, if you play Truck or Xfinity DFS, we don't have enough time to, t- we get, again, that's the thing. We only have so much time, right? We could talk here for hours, but, uh, and we do sometimes, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you go back and listen to the truck episode, you're going to know, like, we're super high on Kyle Busch, so flood him in all your DFS lineups, right? And and then some of the other guys that we, you know, have pointed out, highlighted, that have good history at Kansas or have been doing certain things at comparable tracks, stuff like that. You can use all that information both ways, right? It, it translates from betting to fantasy. It translates from fantasy to betting, uh, and it, it all kind of interlocks together. 
Yes, it does. So connect all the dots. That's our kind of backhanded way of saying download all the episodes because uh, we want you to listen for sure. But uh, all right, we'll continue and on. Get and all st- the information. Exactly. Well, I mean, listen, you That's can get, do what really. you do, but just download the episodes. Damn it. That's right. all we're trying to ask you to do. <laughs> so listen, we'll come back. We'll take a break real quick. We'll come back and finish up setting up this race from Kansas. Uh, but we'll do that. After we tell you about Shady Rays, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has got you covered from the slopes to the sun with premium polarized sunglasses, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays have got durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures. And of course, that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear and i mean this every pair of sunglasses that you get from shady rays is backed by lost and broken replacements what does that mean rod well that means that if you take your shady rays out of the box you drop them and you step on them on accident because why would you do that on purpose i don't know anybody that does 10 seconds after you buy the shades they're going to replace them for you for free and they won't even ask you why or how it happened that's the best part about it I like to have little questions asked as seemingly possible. I'm not a smart guy. I do dumb things. So if less people ask of me, the better off we are. Uh, so I know you're smarter people. You don't have to really hide from them. Just get your Shady Rays replaced for free. Plus, if you don't love them, you can return them or exchange them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. That team's always got your back. How do you do this? Well, go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN. You get 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses not just that but take your receipt then to sports slash shady for your chance to win the 500 shady may contest i love i love i love when our company does fantastic things like this giving 500 away for practically free but you just have to buy yourself probably the the first and last pair of sunglasses you're going to buy yourself in a very long time that sounds like a win-win rod Sorry, I just I, I felt the need to tag on to that one because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the SGPN, not just because I host on it, but because I was a fan just like you first. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, that's how I'm here. I was a huge fan and that's all I was. And, and then now here we are, what, 100 and I don't even know. This is like 160, 70 episodes into this thing. Uh, you know, we're all over the place writing all kinds of articles on all kinds of shows. And yeah, I mean, that's that's how it all started out. I was just a a fan of SGPN, loved listening to all the different shows, and now here we are. Now he's just behind the microphone making it but all possible. But that's why for I love them too because they've they've done all these things all along, like all these fun contests and obviously great content, giving good picks and across the whole entire network. I mean, now there's what like almost 40 shows. I think there's like 30 plus shows, I believe, at this point you can get specific to any sport you want. Of course, the main show is amazing those guys are the best uh but yeah you can get everything you want on this network you don't even need to go anywhere else if you can bet on it by chance we got somebody out there uh covering it for you uh all right speaking of which that's how this show was born and this is how we're giving you dfs uh advice for the advent 400 from the kansas speedway in kansas city 267 laps around this mile and a half paved track for a 400 mile race we're talking laps led around this track. We talked 267. Uh, last season, Alex Bowman led 107 of those laps, so uh, almost half. 116 went to Kurt Busch. 
the year before. Now, of course, not all of them ended up winning the race. So Alex Bowman didn't win that race. Uh, but Kyle Larson led 130 in the uh, spring race here. Uh, I'm sorry, it was the fall race of 2021. So the the track trends tell you that uh, somebody's going to lead a lot of laps. In fact, Kyle Larson led 132 of the spring race in 2021 as well. So the need to identify somebody that is going to lead a lot of laps uh, is is a little heightened in this instance. Obviously, we, we're trying to build our DFS lineups with that in mind. And then, of course, uh, we want place differential. And thankfully, Cody, there's no uh, weather in Kansas that's going to make this metric thing really screw no. us yeah, this it's time. It's actually it's going to be hotter at the Kansas race on Sunday than it will be at the Miami Grand Prix down in Miami. I thought uh, I think it was Jeff Gluck tweeted that out today. Thought that was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, it's officially summer here in the the Midwest. We just <laughs> skip right over spring. It was like 32 degrees last week. It was like 95 today. So uh, <laughs> we just it's you know one one extreme to the other. Here we are. But yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. I don't think the metric is going to come into play at all. Nice warm weather. Might throw in some tire wear and uh, and change some things up a little, which would be fun. But uh, yeah, this this is going to be a good one. Uh, man, I'm so so pumped, Rod. I, I can't wait. I'm just like, this week has been the longest week ever, just waiting to get to the track. Well, whatever happened, uh, we got tons of rain today. We jumped from 40 to like 90 as well, but now we're back to pouring down rain in California. It's it's nuts. But you could send a little bit of that our way because yeah. it's been rather dry here. I'll blow it back your <laughs> well, way. Well, not till after this weekend, though. We get the race in with no rain. Oh, for yes, please. Yes, please. Um, yeah, so for DFS purposes, like we said, we're, we're definitely kind of getting a, a – a, we're trying to find that balance like you always are each and every week. Obviously, we've yeah. kind of highlighted some drivers this week that we think are going to lead a ton of laps uh, because they have been hot on the money or they've led a ton of laps here in the first place. I know that for me, um, I'm weighing a lot of what's been going on lately because if you've noticed trends, they've sort of been... And, and it doesn't always line up to what the track history says. And in fact, the last couple of weeks have been sort of trend bucking as far as what we've seen. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> right. And so to me, that signals that there's a lot of drivers out there that are due for uh, some sort of regression, I guess, is what the, the kids in the industry call it. But um, I'm looking to, to see what's going to continue to happen with what they've already built up versus what we've seen in them in the past. It sounds so generic, but like I think this season, among other seasons, is just a weird mix of this is all new, yet it's not new at the same time, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, 100%. It completely does, and it's it's so hard on a week-to-week -week basis to pinpoint like who's going to have the speed, who's going to get the track position. That's I mean, that's a huge part of it. Like We've called out Denny Hamlin multiple times lately, and we've been correct that he's had the fastest car and he's making the good passes and all that stuff, but then his pit crew just fucks him every time, and he never gets up front, and then it doesn't necessarily pay off from a DFS aspect of things. And so it, it's finding that balance. Obviously, the starting lineup you know, matters a lot. If Kyle Larson ends up starting on the pole, then you're likely going to have to play him because there's a good chance he could jump out and lead a good portion of this race early. Or you know, if it's Kyle Busch or if it's Denny Hamlin. I mean, so obviously, pay attention to the starting lineup. We say that every week, of course, but... We've obviously got some guys that, that we've pointed out that we think are going to be good. This one is kind of a little bit, again, we're changing track size. We're changing distance. And laps led and fast laps still important, right? There's 267 of those available. But 
it's not as much as like last week where you had was a 400 laps at, at Dover. So you still have to hit those guys, but finishing position place differential means a little bit more here than it did last week because there's a little bit less laps led, but you've still got to figure out who's going to get that dominant stretch and, and lead those, those green flag laps where things are just, you know, falls to the wall and, and it's a one guy out front. And you just hope they stay there and stay toward the front because like we saw last week with Kyle Busch, it's just, you know, one wrong move can send you absolutely plummeting to the back and you definitely don't want that to happen. Um, all right, well, listen, I tell you what, I think it's time to start setting up some of our favorite plays for the week. As we always do, we break it down by our high price driver, the mid-tier driver, and then, of course, our value drivers. You don't always have to put every driver we put in one, although you can fit most of them in a lineup. Uh, you can try and let us know how it goes, or you can mix match and, uh, and do your own things. But we'll do that after we take a quick break to tell you about underdog fantasy because we're brought to you by underdog fantasy best ball mania four is here and underdog fantasy is giving away 15 million dollars in prizes plus there's plenty of ways to win with the nba nhl and mlb all their player props going on right now head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn Yes, cars are on the track this weekend, but horses are on the track as well because it is Kentucky Derby Week, and the notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is here for all of your triple crown bets. Plus, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and the Belmont Saturday, June the 10th. You're going to get entered into a drawing to win a canvas print of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It is post-time. And we have a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app. You're only going to hear it here first. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card, a bonus Kentucky Derby contest. Go get the SGPN app. Get in on that action. I know horses can't run around racetracks, but I feel like that might be... You know, well, they do run around racetracks. Well, Just... okay, but not around a mile and a half <laughs> oval bank track. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, yeah, I, the banking on these tracks is incredible, though. It would be tough for the horses. I, I'm telling you, you go if you ever get a chance to, a lot of times they'll have, they'll let fans down on the front stretch and stuff for these pre-race activities and stuff. Do that if you get the chance. It's a lot of fun, but it's incredible, the, the banking. And, like, it, it's hard to even just, like, stand there because you're so, it doesn't look like it on TV. It, it, and even in person, it's kind of hard to tell until you're on it, like, the banking is incredible. It's it, it really is pretty sweet. It's not hard to stand on Sonoma's straightaway. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's not much banking there. Not <laughs> even like Martinsville, you're not getting elevation banking, is more but, what it is. Yeah, so, go to um, these. I can't imagine like a Daytona where it's so much more banked, you know. But yeah, be fun to roll down. Uh, all right, yes. let's uh, let's get these guys' DFS lineup set up for you. Let's start with our high price driver. Who do you got this week, Cody? Yeah, I'm going to dip to a little bit uh, on the lower side of of the high price guys. Uh, and man, uh, again, I this guy, I just I feel like I have to take him. It's Ross Chastain, the watermelon man. He is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh highest price driver on the slate. Only ninety six hundred compared to Kyle Larson's eleven thousand two hundred. But uh, he's been getting it done. I mean, so you go back and you look at auto 
He finished third there, so nice, solid, you know, finishing position. He led 91 laps that day. Again, that's a two-mile track. This is a one-and-a-half, but the intermediate package, similar in size, uh, very comparable. He finished 12th place at Vegas. That is a mile-and-a-half track. Didn't get the laps led there, um, but still had a very solid day. Uh, you know, he started, let's see, he started eighth in that race, so it wasn't as impressive. Could have used the laps led, but... Go back to last week. Again, only a mile track. This is a mile and a half, but still the intermediate package looked very, very fast. Had arguably, you know, one of the better cars. I mean, one of the best cars for sure. Top three, I would say him, Hamlin, and Truex, I think. And I guess you could throw Byron in there probably as well. Kind of stood out above everyone else, but he led 98 laps, finished second place. Last week, he scored you 97 points after starting in 14th. 41 fastest laps laid down in that one um go back to auto club he had 22 fastest laps in addition to those 91 laps led um so chastain can score you some big points uh got the momentum coming off of last week again i there's that little bit of maybe somebody wrecks him maybe they don't but we've not really seen it right nobody's doing anything to do that to retaliate to him last week some guys held him up maybe cost him the win but still got a solid day a solid result um, and I think for DFS purposes, he's a guy you've got to keep plugging in here. He's already shown on the three intermediates we've had this season, including last week, one of the fastest cars. I don't see why that would go away now. Uh, you go back to last season here, he ended up finishing seventh in both races. So he had speed in both of them as well. Uh, and I think that continues this weekend for uh, Ross Chastain. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. And then, you know, the big narrative, of course, of Ross Chastain is that somebody's going to wreck him, just like you said. Uh, we talked about it a little bit in the betting show that uh, I don't know that we are, I think maybe we're overblowing this retaliation thing as far as who's going to get Ross Chastain finally. Or maybe the entire field is just playing possum, and next thing you know, they're going to jump up on him one one race. I don't know, like, whatever, but... Um, I mean, honestly, well, we kind of talked about it last year and it didn't really happen then either, but like, I think you save it. Like you get him in the playoffs where it hits, like where he gets eliminated. And I guess nobody really got that chance or, or didn't take it last year, obviously made the final four, uh, on a literal hail Mary. But, uh, but yeah, uh, again, it's until somebody actually goes out and does something. Brennan pools in this race. So watch out maybe, but, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I think that 15 front bumper is going to get very, very large as we uh, get toward that one car. Who knows? He did say somebody needs to kick his ass. So. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, I would love to witness that fight on pit road. I, I'd pay. Well, listen, that would be you. Yeah, you'd be there oh, for be it. I'd be right in the middle of that. Let's like, go. Yeah. All, all the, all the footage you have Cody right there with it. Um, all right. For my high price driver, uh, I'm going to go with the current or the uh, recently unretired Martin Truex Jr., He's at $10,000, but listen, I, and I was going to ask this question before I even revealed who my guy was, but if I was to ask you who has the, the highest average of fantasy points per race this, this season, you would probably tell me guys like, I don't know, William Byron. I think you brought this up recently, so I probably would have guessed Truex. You probably would have guessed Truex. You've already gotten me on this one. But. Because Martin Truex has a 437 fantasy points per race right behind him is is uh, William Byron at 43.6 Chastain at 43.1 but I'm telling you right now guys I mean he's been utterly consistent week in and week out obviously got that big win for you last week 
scored you 93 points. Uh, that's just a whopping total right there. But, you know, he's turned in 50, 58, 56, uh, and then 34, 38, uh, 22. But, again, over the last several, last five weeks, he's scored you at least 50 fantasy points and has done some fantastic things. And for all that we kept bagging on him last season, well, you kept bagging on him, Cody, last season, uh, Mr. Retired number 19, all he's done here at Kansas is finish inside the top 10 in all but one race since 2017. You got to go back to 2019, first of all, for his last finish outside of the top 10. Uh, but then before that, 2017, where he won back-to-back races in that, uh, in that span. Uh, he was first place in the fall, uh, spring, first place in the fall. He finished second in the spring of 2018, fifth in the fall of 2018, then, of course, that 19th place finish. But then after that, 6th, 3rd, ninth, 6th, 7th, 6th, 5th. I mean, I'm not talking that the consistency is a thing all the time, but that dude's been consistent. You look at his last few races, right? Three out of his last four have all been top 10s as well. 7th at Bristol Dirt, 3rd at Martinsville. Bad day at Talladega. I don't think that was necessarily his fault. That's Talladega. That's what happens. Uh, but... First place at Dover. He did end up leading 19 laps, though, at Talladega. 56 laps in Richmond. He's been in front this season. For all that we want to say that he's been off and, and hasn't been great, Truex is back, and, and he's kind of back in a way that scares me. Uh, well, I don't know scares me, but makes me excited to play him in DFS this week. Yeah, I mean... I'm back fully on, well, maybe not fully, but I'm back on the Truex train for sure. Uh, wrote him up in my article this week, uh, top five finish. I think you might have even given that out on the show as well earlier this week. Uh, I, Yeah, I mean, the results have been there lately. He's been performing better. He's got that win off his back now. The the talk of the streak is over and all that stuff. Uh, the he's, You know, according to the NASCAR interns that don't know what they're doing, he's uh, locked into the playoffs, of course. Uh but, you know, he's, he's at least got his ticket punch for now um, and likely will be in the playoffs, of course. Uh, and so, yeah, I have no argument here. And again, you're getting he's what the sixth highest priced guy on the field here and a twelve hundred dollar discount from Kyle Larson. Again, we're not telling you not to play Kyle Larson because he's Kyle Larson and he can do Kyle Larson things, of course, although he's burned a lot of people here lately. But uh, but this is two top tier guys. Uh, that you're getting at a fairly good discount compared to the very top of the board that can allow you to slide in those difference makers later on. So, uh, yeah, I think that these two guys are, are a great, great start to highlight at the top of the board. And maybe you take Larson and pair with one of them. Or, you know, if you, William Byron, Danny Hamlin, whoever else you believe in, Tyler Reddick, of course, talked about him on the, the betting show as well. But you, you could take either one of these guys, pair them with one of those top guys. And I think that's a good start to your lineup. It's pretty amazing how deep of a discount i mean twelve hundred dollars doesn't seem like a deep discount but it's a pretty it's a pretty deep di- <laughs> considering down to, to brennan pool compared to <laughs> you know i mean really and that's like that is the thing so like you go down to josh balicki at 4500 well if you save 1200 that can put you up to you know 57 area where you're getting a Corey lajoy rather than a josh balicki or you're getting a todd gill and rather than a brennan pool like it can make a huge, huge difference for you later on. Or, you know, you can also parlay that to the middle of the field, however you want to build it. But it gives you so much more flexibility as you continue to build farther on. Well, then we will continue to help you build farther along and take a step down in tiers when we come back from the break. 
But I want to take a second to thank each and every one of you out there who have been watching our YouTube channel, who have been subscribing, who have been leaving comments, who have been ringing the bell and just making our our little tiny uh, presence on YouTube grow ever so much uh, over the last couple of months. It's been weird to me, first of all. I'm not, a, like I said, I've never been a YouTube guy, never been somebody that thought I'd be on YouTube uh, with any sort of consistency. So the fact that you guys are continuing to support it just means the world to me. I know it means the world to Cody. Definitely means the world to the bosses because my paycheck keeps clearing. And that's because you guys continue to to download and to watch and to keep those views uh, present for the bosses to know that you're still with us. So continue to do that. We will continue to put out the content for you and be happy to do so. But then again, if you're a listener on the OG platforms as well, leave a review. We love those as well. Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast, right? Even if it's from a second hat, you could tell your buddy a review. I mean, it doesn't show up anywhere, but you know, I, I don't care. Tell your buddy that the show's good and have them download. That's another number in our favor as well. I don't swim in the world of numbers, but the guys that pay the checks do. So please uh, help those come along and help us to continue to put the show out. All right, Cody. Done well pandering. Said, Rod. Well Done said. pandering. Uh, <laughs> no, I love I love this. This show has been such a fun ride. You said it's a hundred it's been 169. This is episode one hundred and sixty-nine. Oh, nice. 69. nice. Uh, mm. next will be one seventy. We don't we've kind of blown past so many uh, what they call, you know, landmark episodes. Yeah. Well, it's a, you know, two hundred. We'll circle that. Maybe we can do something like we did. That that hundred episode show was so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. Got to answer a bunch of personal questions, a bunch of, you know, questions about how we got into stuff, all that kind of stuff. So we'll have to, we'll have to circle that one in a couple months when we get there and uh, do something special again. That'll be fun. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, we do something special each and every day, and that's help folks uh, win some money and set up lineups and bets. So let's continue to do that with our mid-tier drivers. Let's do that. And yeah, next up for me, uh, a guy that I just cannot quit, Ty Gibbs, 7800 his price is creeping up. We've talked about it, right? It, it he was cheap, cheap, cheap for a while. Seventy one last week, sixty six the week before, sixty nine nice the week before, sixty seven. Um, yeah, I mean he was all the way down at fifty nine hundred uh, a few weeks ago. So his price is definitely creeping up, but that's because the results have been there. Last week at seventy one hundred at Dover, started twenty fourth, finished thirteenth, had seven fastest laps throughout the day. 44.2 fantasy points should have had a much better finish if his crew could figure out how to get enough fuel in the car i think that would have been the case but ty gibbs is just i mean the salary is probably not going back down anytime soon it's going to continue to climb he's in a joe gibbs racing car we know how fast they are we know how good toyota was here last year and ty gibbs has been getting it done I already talked about dover last week um you go back to auto club even at the beginning of the season a, ninth 16, a nice 16th place run there. Um, and then he was 22nd at Las Vegas, but again, ripped off all those top 10 finishes since then. Um, and he has had a lot of good fantasy weeks. So go back to last week, 44.2, negative 15 at Talladega. But again, that's Talladega. That's just, that's a, a number that's to be expected, right? 20.8 the week before, but dirt race, 47. Uh, Richmond, 42.7. Uh, road course week before 43.5 the week before that uh, i believe that was atlanta 65.5 so he is delivering results um, and i think he's going to continue to deliver results 
Again, another guy that I like to be up in the top 10 range, top 15 all day. Just going to chip away, have a good day. Uh, love me some Ty Gibbs. Going to keep hitting him in this middle section before he gets too expensive for us. Um, so, yeah, Ty Gibbs, 7,800 is my middle tier driver. It makes me wonder at what point in this season, like how how many more races is it going to take for him to really break through? And and listen, not not very many rookie drivers kind of make that sudden impact on the sport. And we've celebrated ones, you know, Jeff Gordon, uh, that type of even Jimmy Johnson in his in his first season was not all that spectacular, honestly. Uh, it took him a couple of years to sort of mature and get into the the seven time champion that he was. I mean, he's a great driver. Right, but he wasn't. He wasn't anything like what we're talking about. Ty Gibbs could possibly be, and maybe Ty Gibbs is kind of a, a second coming of Jimmy Johnson, where it may take another season for him to to get. He's getting good, but maybe he won't reach his full potential until season one or season two. But I, I'm wondering though, even from like a DFS and a betting standpoint, at what point the books are going to start to really take notice because you see them, you see them noticing, right, and you see them reacting, but it just makes me wonder. At what which event it's going to take for him to kind of cross that next threshold? Yeah, well, he's gonna he's gonna sneak up here and steal a win at some point, and then that's gonna be where they wake up. I mean, and you look at it like fantasy points per race. He's at twenty six point eight. If you sort it this way, a guy like Joey Logano, who's actually down to eighty four hundred, which is a low price for him, but he's only at twenty seven point eight, just barely above that. Uh, I mean, you know, guys like Ryan Blaney aren't that much farther above him in, in points per race. He's all the way up at $9,000. Um, you know, you go below him, there's guys, Bubba Wallace, another Toyota driver. He's only getting 23.4 per race. He's at $9,000, uh, well below him. I mean, so yeah, Gibbs is, he's more than paying back for what he's costing you. And, uh, I think that that's just going to continue to go up. And I think his prices, we've already seen it jump a good bit, right? I mean, from you know he's he's up fourteen hundred from where he was earlier this season, but I still think he's a good value even where he's at, uh, and I think that it's just going to continue to rise. He's going to continue to rack up these good finishes. We all know how talented he was, how talented he is. You saw it when he jumped into the Xfinity Series. He wins his very first race, and he just keeps winning. Wins a championship in his first full time season. Obviously, the transition to the Cup Series level is a lot tougher, and we all know that. That's why we took him at the under one and a half wins early this season, which looks good. But I still would not be surprised to see him get one later on this season, and he's in top-tier equipment. These Joe Gibbs cars are all so fast. You combine that with his talent, you're only going to be able to hold that back for so long. Yeah, I mean, again, I agree. We Our, our stance on Ty Gibbs is well-documented. You could probably go back and play in the <laughs> Xfinity one, and you'll yeah, hear the same a lot, thing. A lot of Ty Gibbs. A lot but, of Ty uh, Gibbs. He's made us a lot of money, too, so, you know... <laughs> That's why we talk about him a lot, because he's, it's paying off, literally. It, it certainly is. Uh, somebody who I think is going to start winning us a lot more money coming up here, and that's uh, I think it's my week to pick Brad Keselowski. I think we, we flip-flop weeks yeah. for Brad he Keselowski. He makes it into the DFS show a lot. He does. But, again. It's like Harvick, though, right? It's like yes. Harvick. We always remind you that Harvick is always a good play. Oh, and oof. in fact, Speaking of Harvick, too, I know usually he's our free square. I'm scared of Harvick this yeah, week. I, it's, what I saw last week and the very, very, very lack of speed mm -hmm. in SHR, I'm not... Harvick is not the free square that he normally is. I, I'm... I will be happy to not play much hard. I'm not going to be able to not play any Harvick because I, I just can't do that to myself. But I am going to lay off him a lot. Uh, probably won't make my cash line up anything like that just because 
a little scared on that SHR intermediate speed. And I know that's not always effective in the past, but as much as it affected him last week, it just it's really got me worried about it. So uh, I'm going to have to see a little bit more from Harvick before I want him to play him on these these bigger tracks. When we go Darling, I think Darlington is next week. When we get there, he's going to be a, almost locked to play. That's his type of track and stuff. But these bigger tracks, a little bit scared on Harvick. Three straight weeks of finishes outside of the top 15, 19th place, 21st place, and a 20th place for Kevin Harvick, who we always tout as a lock for a top 10. I mean, that's that's a far cry from it. And he's $8,700 this week, which is not low, but it's also not high. I'm more comfortable with a guy like Keselowski. He's $8,200, so that's at least a $500 discount on it. And this is purely off of the fact that Brad continues to look and 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 is fast. I mean, he's got a fast car this season. He's got two top 10 finishes in a row, a fifth place at Talladega, eighth place at Dover. Um, you know, he's got uh, overall two top fives, five top 10s in 11 starts, over half of his finishes, or almost half of his finishes. Remember, guys, math is not a strong suit for me. Uh, have, have been top 10 finishes for him. Finished second in Atlanta, seventh at Fontana, 10th at Richmond. He's been getting it done, and he's been getting it done from the back of the field in most cases. Uh, he started 30th in Austin. Yeah, okay, I got 35th in that one, but 24th in Richmond, finished 10th. 33rd in Bristol, the dirt, finished 17th. 20th in Talladega, finished 5th. Those are some pretty stout uh, place differential points. He may end up needing him in the two cars, that, or in the two races, rather, that he started in the sixth car. He started 30th and 26th last season, but again... We definitely know that Brad Keselowski last season suffered a lot. If you've heard us say it once, you've heard us say it a million times that he has suffered quite a bit. But, you know, he came back for a 14th place finish in the spring after starting 30th, and then uh, one place differential in the in the fall, so not really a good example of it there. Um, but for Brad Keselowski, again, he's, he's averaging 34.7 fantasy points per race. Got you 39 last week, 58 the week before, uh, 18... Uh, the week before that, 42, 51, 56. He's had solid weeks all season long. And for a guy that's $8,200 that's coming off of a, a two good weeks of top 10 finishes, I like his momentum. I like where um, RFK is right now, actually, as a team. Both cars seem to have speed, and we'll talk about that in a second as well. And and they seem to be riding some good, I hate to say the word, but momentum coming into this track. And uh, if, if he can qualify well, um, then he can hold up and maybe he can even win this race. I don't think it's going to happen, but who knows? Anything can happen. Anything will happen. Um, Brad does have at least one win on this track, uh, and it was within the last decade. So uh, I think I'll, I'll take that for sure. Yeah, I love this play. RFK, we've talked about them a lot the last few weeks. They are really getting their program on track. They've been getting good, solid runs, having good finishes. Uh, so, yeah, no argument for me here. Again, Brad is is a guy who consistently makes it into this show for a very good reason. Uh, so I 100% back this play. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Uh, all right, well, we will take a dip down into the lower-priced pool. When we come back from the break, we're trying to give you some value here with these final plays of the slate. Be back in a minute. Hey, everybody. 
If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan, yes, exactly, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab, market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. You know you're on to the right thing when you get a text from Cody that says, you mother, uh, and we'll get to how and why that happened, but uh, I love that I, I reached into the dock before you and took your play, bud. That's, Damn it. That's the way it Damn works. Damn it. We'll get into that after I talk about mine, but yes, Rod. <laughs> Uh, all right, mother. Uh, Anyways, listen, my bad. I can't help it. This is why you watch on YouTube, because <laughs> Corey LaJoy is making his appearance here uh, again. I I know I'm the president of the fan club. Maybe you're tired of hearing me talk about him, but I don't know why you would be tired of making money because Corey has been getting it done. He's only fifty six hundred rod, six hundred dollars more than he was last week, but way too cheap for where he should be. Um, he has been getting it done on these intermediates. The amount of speed and consistency we have seen out of this Spire 7 car with Corey LaJoy in it has been absolutely amazing. Last week at Dover, started 27th, finished 14th, even had seven fastest laps throughout the day, 45.2 points. You go back to the other two intermediate races we have had earlier this season. Um, he finished 14th at Auto Club as well. Again, that's a two-mile track, an even bigger track where you need a little bit more speed, and they still... Got it done. A nice, solid finish for him that day. 20th place at Las Vegas. Um, and he was 19th in the spring race here last season as well. Uh, so we know he can get it done here at Kansas. I think it's going to be another day of stacking pennies solidly. Uh, we know that that's his motto. And again, at this cheap of a price, like you you go down and you look in this area, right? And it's LaJoy. It's Gil. He's a guy that we like a lot too. But the last couple of weeks have been a little disappointing. It's Harrison Burton. Yikes. <laughs> it's Noah Gragson. Legacy has been trash. It's Ty Dillon, who he might be in the other Spire car, but it's almost like two different teams. JJ Yaley, Brennan Poole, Josh Balicki. Like, none of those guys are really doing much for me other than Gilland, really. And so, but Corey LaJoy, I think the way that he's been getting it done, they've, they've proved to me in all three races on intermediates this season that they've stepped their game up even more. He can get those good, solid runs. We know how good of a driver he is. He's getting the most out of that equipment. And, I mean, it seems like it's almost just a plug-and-play every week as well, but he is. you can almost start your lineup there like, okay, here's my cheap guy at the bottom. Then this gives me more room to to navigate up top, right? And, and yeah, Corey LaJoy, he's the guy you got to go with at, at 5,600 here. And a guy like Corey LaJoy can give you the flexibility to put a guy like my next guy in there as well as yes. a couple of the highest price guys. Your next guy. I so I'm going to I go into the document tonight, right? And, and I sit at my daughter's gymnastics, I'm filling this out. I type in Chastain, and I look, you know, I see who Rod's got in his his high tier spot. True X K, good pick. I type in uh my next guy. Who did I who did I just give out? Uh Gibbs, of course. I type him in the middle box. Or no, I I went to no, I went to type in I type in Busher, right? Chris Busher, I type it in. Then I go to the to the last box and I look up and I go, 
this motherfucker and he's got chris busher <laughs> in the value spot at the bottom and i'm like damn it i really wanted chris busher in the middle i had to switch to gibbs which i'm not sad about because i love gibbs as well obviously i just got done talking him up but yes i screenshotted it because i had already filled it out sent a text to rod i said you mother dot 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 i think he knew what i meant at that point Ugh, stealing my picks from me but that just shows you how much I endorse this next pick from Rob. And like I said, we know we're on to something good when both of us look at it. It's Chris Busher, if you didn't already know. And this is normally higher than I go for value, guys. I, I tend to stick around the under 7,000, but I couldn't necessarily pass this up given that I had Brad well, Keselowski. Saving money at the top. Yeah. That's what you can do. Exactly. So Chris Busher's at $7,300. Chris Busher is not somebody that is going to give you a negative day. He did give you one negative day uh, back in Atlanta, but uh, that that was Atlanta. I mean, he super started. Speedway racing. Yep, super <laughs> speedway racing. That was not his fault. But he has not given you a negative day outside of that. Uh, and in fact, if you look at his thirty point nine fantasy points per races, that is better than the reigning NASCAR champion Joey Logano, who has given you twenty seven point eight fantasy points per races it's better than ty gibbs it's better than justin haley it's better than dylan better than suarez better than jones better than bubba wallace even so i mean chris busher has actually done some pretty fantastic things fantasy wise over the last uh season and has just gotten better we talked about brad keselowski coming off of two top 10 finishes well so is chris busher he finished third at talladega and ninth at dover last week in fact he has four top 10 finishes two top five finishes this other one was at daytona so two uh two super speedway top fives and then a wreck on uh, atlanta super speedway i suppose if you want to do that but again from a fantasy aspect he's given you exactly what you want out of a guy that's about seven thousand dollars you want somebody that is going to give you a nice solid finish a nice solid day 30 points is still uh what four times at least the uh the return on investment for him and and a, a guy at seven thousand dollars Four times is pretty damn good. If you can count on him to give you 30 points, that's not bad. I mean, a lot of these guys we talked about at the $7,000 range, uh, there's no real guarantee that they're going to do that. I'm not considering Ryan Priest is $7,200. Can't count on him to do that. Ricky Stenhouse, I know that he's got a 35 points per race average right now, but I'm not necessarily still trusting him to hold that up. I think that's bloated by some of the, uh, the stuff that he managed to get. Austin Dillon at 6,900. He's 26.1. Eric Amarola, 18.6. Austin Sindrick, 16.9. The list goes on and on. At $7,300, somebody that's going to consistently get you somewhere. And the only other guy is Chase Briscoe, but we all know how Cody's uh, Chase Briscoe feelings are. Chase Briscoe's at 30.2. Chase Briscoe will make or break my entire weekend, I promise you. That. Oh, he will. He will. Uh, but he's $7,500. That's, that's my highest investment is just flat-out fading Briscoe. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But again, I wouldn't take him at fantasy purposes anyway. So no, yeah. I love Chris Buescher in this spot specifically because if he was any higher, I don't know that I'd, I'd trust it. And if he was any lower, then I'd definitely hammer it, and I think everybody else would too. Yeah, I again, this was going to be my mid-tier play even, so... I yeah I love this play. RFK has been stepping it up lately. They have been solid, consistent. They're they're continuing to take big steps, uh, and so I love playing both these guys. We got a good solid lineup here. Again, we don't know starting positions yet, but still got fifteen hundred to play with. Even putting these six guys in, so these guys are all definitely pieces you can use this weekend. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, so excited to be there, Rod. 
is going to be such a fun weekend. Uh, I'm really, really pumped. I cannot wait for the flood of texts to go on. I want to face chat with a uh, face chat. I want to, it's yeah. I want a video chat with somebody. You, you get me one, one face chat with somebody. That's what I want off the I'll, day. I'll do my best. Yep. Now, I'm telling <laughs> Might you. Might be I, me, but you can face chat with me. I don't care. It's, it's, I said somebody that's the loophole, right? There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Get your pen and paper out. We're going to go over all of our drivers for this DFS uh, episode for the Advent 400 from the Kansas Speedway. Cody started you out with a watermelon man himself. Old Ross Chastain at $9,600. I gave you uh, Martin Truex Jr. at $10,000. Uh, Cody stepped down to Ty Gibbs at $7,800. I said Brad Keselowski at $8,200 was going to do you right. And then Cody and Corey LaJoy riding one more time together at $5,600. And I stole Chris Busher from Cody, and I am not the least bit sorry, at $7,300. That is your uh, selections. Those are your selections, rather. Math, English, yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, for this, this, uh, this slate. Good stuff happening. I love it. Um, oh, yeah. by the way, yeah, I think those are some some solid plays. May the fourth be with you, uh, my friends. If you have, yes, got to point out the shirt. Love the shirt, Rod. Got his Yoda shirt on again. Another good reason to go check out the YouTube. We try to. I mean, I know it's a little boring just looking at us talk, but we try to have some some fun props here and there at least. I mean, listen, yeah. If for nothing else, if you've got your, I got do, next week, Darlington, Rod. I got I got some surprises in ooh. store, so you're gonna want to tune in to the uh, to the YouTube channel next week. I'm just gonna throw that out there, so. Go ahead and uh, subscribe now and be ready. Yes, please do. And and not just for the surprise, but for the surprise, for sure. I, I want to see that. So, um, All right. Well, Cody, let's, uh, let's go ahead and send everybody on their way. And uh, hopefully they build themselves a winning DFS lineup this week. But before we go, remind everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, you can find all my work over there. Got an NFL article that's out right now. Share all kinds of picks. Uh, follow the that at Husker underscore Z also follow NASCAR gambling I'll be posting on both those accounts this weekend live from Kansas Speedway I'll be down in the garage area down on pit road uh yeah gonna be a good time um man, again just super pumped uh yeah hope to bring I know I got some really cool pictures really cool videos last year uh plan on doing the same thing again this year yeah he won't be quite as nervous this year uh, uh being yeah. down in the pit road <laughs> this time with his uh with his media credentials he'll right. he'll feel right at home 169 episodes Cody's a pro uh, so make sure you follow him as well. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between me to the back road, is now. I they doing it right now. So go check them out on YouTube. Uh, the episode will probably be over by the time Roy picks on there filling in for me Ooh, this week. Oh, that's gonna be a good uh, that's one. That's gonna be a fun one. You need Definitely. to watch. Yeah, and Seth was all over Truex last week, so he had the call there. Can't uh, can't miss anything. Rory's on for sure. So definitely go check that out. Must see television. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Hey, we got we're gonna we're gonna cover up some of this uh, Hamlin mania stuff going on. There was yeah. a lot of upsets. A lot. I think we'll talk about that. That'll be our Friday episode for uh, just filling in. There's no no Xfinity, so we'll make that happen for you. Come back tomorrow. Talk about the Hamlin mania. Eh, do a little bit of nonsense as well. Be Maybe fun. Some bonus bets. Who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be fun too. All right. Cool. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Go